mic check. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rap room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules. Just spill it and anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic. Even the random. We get to brand. I hope that you ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the rap room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. This is a great episode today. I'm excited to do I'm going to get moving. I'm all like, jittery and shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it street, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it what? 100. 100. You know what? What? Since we got people, we're cool today. Let's, let's have everybody join in on that. You going to say it with us? Sure. Ready? Okay. So on the show, we keep it street. We keep we it keep opinionated. It, we, keep we keep it, it what? 100. 100. Yeah. That's Brooklyn? what I'm talking about. I'm not even from Brooklyn. Did you say you're Brooklyn? I, you know what? She's I'm from just, San Diego. I'm a most deaf fan. It's like, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. boot. No, I'm not from there. I'm just. <laughs> she got a public enemy shirt on, though. Yes, today. I do. Oh. What's up, Mr. Chuck D? There you go. <laughs> they were just on the other night. Yeah. So as you see, we're a little silly on the show, as usual. Um, you hear her voice. That's my girl. Lisa Bullock. All right, I can't contain myself. What? I have to tell you this. What, 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 what? All right. We have a really great guest on today, yeah, which is do. awesome. Yeah, we do. But I'm excited about that because his book is fantastic, uh-huh. and I can't wait to like get into it and get my Lisa, pilot Lisa's going. Lisa's writing a pilot right now. I am so writing a pilot. Perfect. I was like, why did he not give me this book like two months ago? <laughs> it's been out two when months I've been ago. sitting out here trying to write. But I, we're going to get to that. But I'm excited uh-huh. because the other day, me and you and I, we were on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you noticed that uh, someone that took a Tony Todd, hi Tony Todd, had mm-hmm. taken a picture at one mm-hmm. of our favorite spots. I'm not going to say the name of the spot because I don't want you heifers going up in there <laughs> messing up my place. But he took a picture. She always got to be secretive about he something. He was eating some catfish, and, and mm-hmm. I said, I know that place. And I was like, oh my God, it's like the best. And somebody said, oh, you're eating catfish early in the morning. And I was just like, you better watch yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you know that's, that's the Candyman. Candyman have a hook. <laughs> Tony Todd started following me on Twitter. He did not. He followed me that. on Twitter. Yes. Really? And I um, now I have to like be on my best behavior because I'm fearless when it comes to everybody. Like, trust me, like people, famous people who walk past me and Mm -hmm. I haven't even batted an eye, or I've talked to people who are big muckety mucks, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when it's one of your faves (laughs) from like forever, Mm -hmm. I almost just I almost lost it. So Tony Todd. I love you. <laughs> Thank you for following me. We got to get him on the show because, yeah, like, let's get him. He's, he's one of he those classics. Too. He is a producer, yeah. and he's awesome. And I saw him doing another podcast somewhere. I'm like, oh, he does podcasts. So okay. shout out and a clap back to Tony Todd. <laughs> Thank you for following me on Twitter. And sir, I promise not to be too too terrible. So as you see, that's why we call it the Screenwriters Rant. Yes, because we go off on all kind of shit. Yes, on this show we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always, what is it? It's craft screenwriting and craft, story, stories, and just being real with your writing. That's being what's original up. And get your voice out there. You know what we say about that? Shit like shit. that. Yes. <laughs> shit, shit done. So yo, I'm excited today. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all. But if y'all ready, are y'all ready? 
You know what you sound like what? right now? Who I sound like? You sound like when the old, the old, old black church. Oh. <laughs> when, when the pastor is about. When the pastor is not. Okay, wait. When the pastor's not preaching the sermon, uh-huh. he's got like the oh, guest he's just pastor. He's just and he's talking. like, and yeah. he's like hyping up. Getting warmed up. We got Reverend. We got Reverend somebody. Coming from the church of what's happening now. I was just going to say that. We got. Today, we got Bishop Tob on here. And. Uh, <laughs> He's so about to teach the sermon today. He's gonna teach the sermon about the automatic pilot. Now, now you sound like Bill Cosby. I, now. I was switching it up for you. You gotta be on your ones and twos. Uh, all right, here See? we go. <laughs> so look, y'all ready? Let's get it in. Uh-huh. So today we got a super duper 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 duper. I gotta add three four dupers on that one. Uh-huh. Okay, special guest for you guys today. Now I said some people need to stand on their feet before about some other people. Fuck that. Y'all don't even realize who we got on the show today. Y'all motherfuckers need to applaud at home while you're driving, getting a car crash, whatever the fuck, okay? Because we got my man on the show. Mm-hmm. The Honorable, I'm going to call him the Honorable. Like the he is Honorable. Judge some shit. <laughs> the Honorable, because that shit, that sounds respectable. It says I'm in my preacher mode. The bishop. Wow. The bishop of pilots. Amen. Come on now. All right. Church. Hallelujah. See, we even got Bill saying hallelujah. See, I knew you was one of them Baptists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so check it. We got the honorable, the world famous, Bill Tob, y'all. Now, I don't know if you guys know, my man is producer, writer. Did you ever direct? Ever? Uh, I did a couple times, just like I did stand up, and I said, not, <laughs> for not for me. Not for me. Not for me. Not for you. <laughs> writer, direct, Rise by Terry. Writer, producer, author. God damn, what else you don't do? Anything else? Instructor. And, oh, well, I was going to get to that. Oh, okay. Well, I was well, going to tell the people. You asked a question. Sorry if I answered a question. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I was going to say, and of course, mm-hmm. instructor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Teacher, mentor, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, for those of y'all who don't know, you guys, I'm just going I don't usually tell people's bios because I think it's corny. But I got to ram off a couple of his fucking shows. Okay, go ahead. That y'all motherfuckers need to know about. And I watch all of them. Okay? Uh-oh. All of them. Uh-oh. I'm going to give you a couple. This ain't all of them in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Okay? In the heat of the night. Okay, damn. Okay. Okay, damn. <laughs> we should be bowing down right now. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Hill Street motherfucking blues. Okay. I can't even say Hill Street blues. Okay, you got to put the motherfucker in there too. Motherfucking right. okay. blues. That's how, that's how cool you are, Bill. <laughs> Hill Street motherfucking mm. blues. All right. Tag me and fucking Lacey, that bitch. New Heart. New Heart. And wait, Dark wait. Shadows. Fit, sh- the Fall stop Guy. Stop it. Stop it. And one of my favorites that, What's that I actually saw a couple episodes on TV and I'm thinking about buying the series. What's that? Friday the 13th the series. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, we're going to have to get into that. All genres. You know, we horror motherfuckers. We have yeah, to get into no, Renaissance writer. Definitely. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Barney fucking Miller. Child I can't place. even say stuff without saying fucking. It's so good. It's okay. <laughs> you know the show. You know the show. Okay. Magnum <laughs> P.I. Like Tom Selleck and like, 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 wait, like shows okay. that you watch growing up and you think, when I want to write TV, I want to write on the okay. level of those shows. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's mm-hmm. written on all those shows. All of them. And yeah. l- last but not least, mm-hmm. then I'm going to say, uh, there's been many more. The fucking Hardy Boys, for God's sake. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's probably corny to you now. No. But we're talking about childhood yes. crushes and shit when you're a kid. Are you kidding me? Fuck that. That was the shit. 
The Hardy Boys? And they were so cute. They were so cute. Oh, they were God. cute. They're still right. cute now. They have aged well. <laughs> I know. They, they're even better now. Okay. They're vampires, people. <laughs> they're vampires. You're, you're killing me here because there was some that IMDB hasn't caught up with, and I go, good. Oh, I see. And I got some credits in that damn IMDB ain't put up yet either. That's why I don't ever trust yeah, Exactly. That's right. why I always ask I my... Like, ooh. I always ask my guests, do you have a current bio? Because what you see online is a some lot, old yeah. shit, right. you know, right. from five years ago or something. But anyway... So we are really, really excited today. We got my man, Bill Top. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing great. You guys are just a joy to be around. Thank you, man. <laughs> really Thank you. Are. I mean, it's just terrific. And I love his notebook. And again, we're going to get into it. We're All right. It. I love it. So since you mentioned it, <laughs> all of you guys right now who don't know, who need to know, press who pause. should know, press pause, press right pause motherfucker, pause on the button. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, Bill Top has a new book out called Automatic Pilot. It is the shit, okay? There's a lot of pilot books out. Thank you. you actually, know, me, actually, go ahead. and Graham pointed this out to me, uh-huh. there aren't a lot of No, I think books most of the books are just right. writing TV. There, there right. is, there is only one other pilot book, <laughs> which I did not They're know. They're more talking about specs and, it's, and it's just William, writing on William, the show. It's William Rabkin's book called uh, okay. Writing the Pilot, and mine is completely different, but those are the only two books right, that are right. out on, write, on writing pilots. Okay. Right. I guess and I Graham pointed that out to me. Gene Grisanti's... Not pilots. Not Gene Grisanti. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just I am. As a matter of fact, I was over at somebody the other day and telling them that, and they and they went on Amazon and looked up pilots. Two books. Really, two books. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I need. And to do he more did research. his. I give him credit. <laughs> he did his four years ago. Oh, okay. So, but it's a totally. I mean, yeah. mine is all process. It all changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Formats all it, different now. Is, well, no, because <laughs> a lot of times we hear the books you think TV writing, and you automatically assume that okay, it's going to cover. And a lot of those books do cover pilot, mm-hmm. but not in depth because a lot of people are right. focused on trying to get on a show. Right. But now with all these brand new shows, thank you Jesus, where they're mm-hmm. actively looking for new voices, <laughs> like. You got to know what a pilot is, and a pilot is totally different than writing for a regular series Absolutely. show of somebody else's voice. So mm-hmm. that's why I think this book is so important, mm-hmm. and especially if you're jumping into the fray. And like mm-hmm. I've said before, not just the newbie writers, but the professional writers that are transitioning into TV. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you got to freshen up a it's little current. bit. It's current. Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's right. really well, current. It's it's also a relatively new phenomenon that anybody would encourage you to write a Absolutely. pilot or oh, want God, to yes. read a pilot. Absolutely, I call it you know it's the Mark Cherry effect. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. That's when it changed, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. when it changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when it, I call it the cherry effect. <laughs> not, to get, not to get confused. No point, not no to point get intended. Not to get confused. I know there's 20 minutes there. <laughs> but the thing is, Desperate Housewives really turned the heads of the industry around. Mm-hmm. Nobody was encouraged to write a pilot, mm-hmm. a spec pilot. True. Oh, my God. Never. True. And then after Desperate Housewives, which actually saved a network at the time, mm-hmm. uh, a desperate network. Mm-hmm. A desperate um, network. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, that's and funny. Some, and sometimes that's true. desperate it, networks, that's true. they got nothing to lose. Exactly. We are, we're already going down it the rabbit right. hole. It's, it's all right. going to shit. Let's just put anything. Let, anything right. that sticks. And then it started right. opening up to right. say, you know what? I think, uh, yeah, yeah. And then now the A-listers are doing it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's re- a relatively, I would say, eight or nine, I don't eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's when I started teaching my pilot course. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is just out the blue. Do you know off the top of your head about how many hours of television you've written? Uh, that I'd admit to? <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me the, uh, rough, rough give me the rough okay. estimate. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll give you a qualified answer. All right. Uh, actually wrote the episodes or 
produced them, okay. or story edited them, or mm -hmm. consulted on them, or something like that. Mm -hmm. If you include that into it, it's got to be hundreds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. you, got, you got to realize Friday the Thirteenth alone was like mm -hmm. twenty six, mm -hmm. and then Relic Hunter was another twenty six, mm -hmm. and what I, I don't even know what I'm forgetting. But mm -hmm. I can't say I wrote all twenty six episodes. Sure, mm -hmm. sure, right. understood, understood. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. Okay, wow. But still, even to be a part of all those episodes, great learning. Just what is in your brain great, cells? Great. Well, okay. As let I me just take three percent of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and leave me with nothing? Yeah, you don't need anything. You good. But you also good. writing across <laughs> genres. Yes. You know, because a lot of times people get stuck in that frame where I write this type of thing, but mm -hmm. just looking at your credits alone, it's like you can adapt to anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, let me let me tell you, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, All right, let me scrub that down. Bill says don't do it. I'm going to give you a little backstory on that. Um, I'm out of advertising, and one of the things that happens in advertising is like with everything else. They like to, I'm creative side. They like mm -hmm. to typecast you. You know, mm -hmm. you're a tire writer. Sure. You know, or you're a perfume writer. Or you're an, and and I go like nonsense. You mm -hmm. know, I'm I'm a creator. I could do other. You know, so fortunately, the agency I was working with um, created this little unit called the Creative Troubleshooters, and we'd go around from all the accounts that were in trouble. Mm. So I was able to work on lots of different accounts. Oh, okay. So when I came out here, and I started writing television. I refuse to get pigeonholed, hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, you talk about Friday the 13th, I was telling some of you before, uh, that's not my genre. Mm, interesting. That's not my genre. Really? Interesting. Really not my genre. But I consider it about process. Mm -hmm. And after getting hired to write the pilot and then on the staff and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, I finally sat down with one of the producers and I said, I'm curious. Hmm. Why did you hire me? You said it after. <laughs> Why did you? I'm, hire I'm sorry. Me? That's Why did you hire me for Friday? You who pays my bills and helps me live, right? Uh. And they said, "Well, the truth of the matter is, your background was so eclectic mm. that we figured whenever we figured what the show was going to be, you could do it." Oh, okay. So That's respect. Wow. That wow. Nice guy, but I wouldn't encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. All right. That's interesting. Because um, I was going to ask you about just a little bit. Lisa and I, when we did this show, we really wanted a show. I, I was telling you off, off um, I was going to say off camera, off yeah. mic, yeah. Um, that, you know, we started um, teaching, you know, at the organization Black Screenwriters at a WJ at a bunch of different places. And... Um, we, we, we wanted a venue we could really just kind of be ourselves, <clears throat> as you see how silly we are. And when we Don't teach, ever change that. No, no, I don't want That's to. That's why when she says she's being good for this guy, Todd, I say, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be yourself, man. Be, be yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a good Lisa? Exactly. You have to remember, My he's, mother. He's from the writer's room. Okay, comedy, everything. So he has seen it all. You can totally be yourself. Um so just give me a little gist of where, where you're from, just a little bit, because sure. I really want to spend a lot of time talking yeah, about yeah. the book and your yeah. writing and yeah. how no, you no, staff no. I mean, and all my, my background is, you know, I'm an ex-New Yorker, you mm -hmm. know, grew up in New York, always wanted to be in the entertainment business, and when you're on the East Coast and you are too chicken to just go, mm -hmm. uh, you wind up in advertising. Ah, okay. See, because that's, that's, admin. Where, the, that's <laughs> where you can do your song and dances mm -hmm. and everything else like that, and mm -hmm. no, there's a product too. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, as a matter of fact, I wanted to ask you, sure. not being one of the, the, the off the clock, mm -hmm. where did this one hundred come from? Um, it's about being like like one hundred percent, like meaning I'm giving it my all. Uh, yeah, you got to do better than that. I, I, I asked this for a reason. 
in advertising, I, I grew up, and, and it was out of the time they did cigarette advertising, mm -hmm. okay? And there was this race on to who, who could do the longest cigarette. They had the extra long <laughs> cigarettes, <laughs> right? That's funny. All right? And I was working on a, you know, this, this campaign, and, and I came up with the idea of, like, you know what? We're going to go a silly millimeter longer. Mm. And we created the 101. <laughs> if anybody remembers it, ah. <laughs> you know? and it was great, and we we put it to the music of La Bamba and everybody, mm -hmm. you know, and everything like that. But you need to be more than a hundred. Well, here's the interesting thing: is I say one hundred, but actually it is. It depends on what part of the country you're from. Some people say one thousand. Some people yeah. say one hundred. It just seems to be more yeah. like something yeah. that rolls off your tongue. Right, but you got to be you got to be over the top. Okay. In other words, people give 110%. I feel you. Yeah. You give me what? I, 120. <laughs> yeah. I, I, see, Every I week know. we go just, up. I just, 120 what? It just, 122. Just means, it just means just being real. And yeah, being real. I, see, I didn't know what the 100 meant. Understood. I thought it was some hood code. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It like just means keeping it real. It real. It's right. just means we're just doing hood code, mm -hmm. and that's, you know, that's yeah. bodies in the street or something. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Understand. We're going to bring you down to the hood, Bill. We're going to bring you to the hood. Devin, Devin is here with us. He's, yes. our, he's our, our baby writer sitting in, hanging out. He's just cracking up over Devin, control yourself. <laughs> he's making me laugh over there. Because <laughs> as some of you guys know, we have a, a baby writer seat. We don't use it every week. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while, we'll have a young cat come and sit with us and just chill and listen. And I was like, Bill Tobbs on. It's like the perfect episode right. for you know somebody to come learn. Right. <clears throat> so you need to go get his book. <laughs> I, I Forgive me, it's my fault. I should have warned you. No, 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 you. I, no. I, I'm going to get him a, an audio book too. Okay, if he wants cool. To copy That's what's up. That's what's up. So, you were talking about advertising. Yeah, so I, I came out of you know um, New York. I mm -hmm. went into advertising, and I kept coming out to California. You know, making commercials and mm. stuff like that. And I always knew I wanted to get out here, but I was too chicken to just. <laughs> pick it up and, and mm -hmm. come. So I kept looking for a job in an advertising agency okay. out here that would move me, pay all that, mm -hmm. give me, and then I'd come out and I had a job. The easy way. <laughs> the chicken shit, you know, the Jewish way. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got that and I moved and one of the very first, it, it was like the mid-late 70s and like one of the shows that were relatively new at the time was Barney Miller and mm. that really fit my sensibility for comedy. Okay. You know, the New York, all this kind of stuff. Well, that was like, you know. And, so beautiful. And mm -hmm. so I happen to know, this is where I think networking, and I always think it's so important, I happen to know Hal Linden, who was Barney yeah. Miller, mm -hmm. because I used him. He's wonderful. I mm. used him a lot for voiceovers oh, and commercials. Okay. Yeah. All right? So I said to Hal, I said, look, you know, I mean, I love this show. I mean, this is just terrific. He says, do me a favor write some specs, you know, Barney Miller's, um, I will see that the producer gets them. Hmm. All right. So that's exactly what I did. I wrote one. He gave it to him. Didn't hear a word. I wrote another <laughs> one. He didn't, didn't hear a word. Mm -hmm. And the third one, I got called in by the producer who was an absolute genius. He's no longer with us. A guy named Danny Arnold. And he said, Tommy, he was a very Damon Runyon kind of character. <laughs> Tommy, he says, I'm not going to use this script, but I'm going to give you a story. Mm. And I want you to write it. Mm. Now, Danny Arnold's the kind of executive producer who rewrites everything. Really? Inclu I mean, if I put 276 Riverside Drive in, he'd change it to 140 West End uh. Avenue. Yeah, just everything. Everything. <laughs> but the one thing I got out of him, which I have carried with me, it was the best teacher I could have gotten in my life, mm -hmm. was no jokes. 
No jokes. No jokes. Character comedy. Oh, interesting. Character okay. comedy. If he saw a joke, out it came. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not the only kind of comedy you can do, but to me, it's the richest. Mm -hmm. To me, it's, as I say, it's that Neil Simon mm -hmm. kind of comedy mm -hmm. where, you know, the odd couple's the basic, mm -hmm. you know, you just, it's not jokes. That's true. It's characters. That's true. Right? Yeah. And Barney Miller was the essence of character comedy. Okay. There were no jokes. Every one of those crazies were characters. Now, let me ask you a question. Because <clears throat> as we all know, may maybe, was it, was it different in the 70s where, because we've, we've spoken to another person who kind of did something similar where they knew somebody and got the script to the actual show, because you can't do that anymore. Was it not a big deal because of, you know... Well, the fact that I knew how, of course, helped. But I, don't, I, I think today is different. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think it's even better today. Okay. Um, I, I really, you know, like I said, I wish I was 25 today. Um, mm -hmm. The opportunities in television are enormous. Enormous. Sure. Um, and with the internet and certainly being in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. and I encourage all local writers, wherever they are, you must network. Mm -hmm. You must go to these seminars. Mm -hmm. You must go to these mixers. You must get to know these people. You must let them get to know you. Mm -hmm. And it's not to sell them something. Sure. You know, they get to say, God, Hill, I love you. You're a great guy. What are you working on? Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. So it can happen. Sure. It can happen. And, it, and, and you must take advantage of that. I know when I first started and came out here, and Barney Miller was my very, very first, you know, I would be around writers that said, I don't put a pen to paper unless I get paid for it. I, think I still know people like that. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm yeah. saying uh, they're probably selling used cars in San Francisco somewhere. <laughs> the thing is that it's not that kind of world anymore, mm -hmm. you know. But it's also not the kind of world where you need an agent. Yeah, absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I know we just had that seminar mm -hmm. or whatever it was. Um, but I think if you're aggressive enough, or mm -hmm. I don't want to say aggressive because it's got a bad connotation, entrepreneurial enough, to make these connections mm -hmm. because you have the work, mm -hmm. all right, and you need to meet the people mm -hmm. and you get them, you'll get your break. We have, we have a, a friend um, who's an a EP on a couple shows. He's um, Mick Betancourt, and he calls it the oh, hustle, the hustle muscle. You know, Mick. I love it. Yeah, he yeah. calls it the hustle yeah. muscle, which I think is hella cool. And he's mm -hmm. doing stand up too. I can't oh, he's it. brilliant. Mm -hmm. I've seen him, he's, mm -hmm. he's hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, cool. So let, let me just ask you a question about what's it like? What was it like in the 70s compared to now? You just made the reference that there's so much now. It's, it's like a great time now. Yeah. So what was it like? It, it, was totally, it was totally different, and there was, there was much more freelance work around in the 70s. Okay. It, that all has changed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's gone from two staff members and six freelancers to mm -hmm. six staff members and maybe one freelancer. Yeah. You know. So unless you can wind up on a staff, and, st and this is a statistic. I don't know that I, I came across a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, that because of the fragmentation of television, which is where it all is and why it's so diverse and why everything has to be so identified with their own brand, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. 10 years ago, there were 29 scripted series on cable. Today, there are 144. Wow, that's a big jump. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. So what that means is no longer can the shows hold hold out and say, you know what, unless I get Aaron Sorkin, I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going with this. They got to say, you got Bill Town? All right, we'll talk to him. Mm -hmm. You know, so they mm -hmm. have to go to the B, C, and D list, mm -hmm. which doesn't mean they're bad. Right. Sure. Doesn't mean they're bad at mm -hmm. all. 
they've just been overlooked because it's <laughs> just been overlooked. <laughs> you know? But sure. the opportunity is there where the pool has to be stretched. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So I think it's a great time if you do the work and network. Okay. That's such a positive outlook. It is. I'm so happy to hear that. It's like, but, oh my God. Well, like see, I said, this is not business of geniuses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they really aren't. That does relax you to think about it that right, way. Right, and it takes right. off the pressure, right? Well, totally. Mm -hmm. You know, that's funny. It's funny because I've been seeing you around the guild for years. And, um, and every time I talk to anybody about Bill, everybody has nothing to say but positive stuff about how sweet and nice and how cool you are. You want some names? <laughs> oh, I'll give you some names if you want to Bill and I are on the, um, the Writers Education Committee. How long have you been on? Uh, five years, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've been on like the last six to eight months. It's or great. Whatever. It's a great yeah, I love it. It's a great, I love it's, it. It's, it's such a dynamic committee, and mm -hmm. Jeff Melbourne, who chairs that committee, mm -hmm. it, it's just... i got to get Jeff in here, too. <laughs> I, oh, I want to interview Jeff. I want to interview great. Jeff. He's yeah. great. Yeah, Jeff is just great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. He'll be a great guest. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so smart. Um, yeah, I was just curious about the difference between then and now. Um, well, you also got to realize, again, and I, you know, being a student of the medium, I think the worst thing that happened to the medium when mm -hmm. technology allowed them to have instant overnights, hmm. it used to be back in the 60s or 50s or 40s or whatever it was, that it took six weeks to get ratings. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. I think the industry got destroyed. I agree. When people can look at the next morning and say what the rating is. I agree. All right. Think about how many movies don't make it in the movie theater anymore yeah. because it didn't do yeah. well opening yeah. weekend. Yeah. It's like, nope, yeah. got to yeah. go tomorrow. Think yeah. of how many shows <laughs> that are classics yeah. now that had the time to grow and yeah. build an it's audience. Sad. Sure. They would never make it Seinfeld, now. Seinfeld would yeah. never yeah. make it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And so, I mean, the business has changed so much. You were mm -hmm. doing 22, 24, 26 episodes. Mm -hmm. Now... I mean, if it's on cable, and mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's bad, they're picking you up for eight, for six, exactly. for ten, exactly. for twelve. Mm -hmm. you know? It's like it, we moved into the, Brit the British um, yeah. motto, so to well, speak. But what the, the flip side of that, because I used to do a lot of syndication shows, mm -hmm. you know, the, the mm -hmm. first run syndication, which doesn't exist anymore, because it wasn't an all year round business. The network mm -hmm. business was like September mm -hmm. to May, and then they took off, and, and then, then they came back in September. Right. Now they have to be first run all year round, or okay. else they'll, you know, they might as well board them up. So the syndication business, which accounted for 26 episodes, mm -hmm. because it was 26 in the rerun, 26, doesn't exist anymore. Mm. That's true. Mm. That's true. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. <clears throat> Because you've been on many shows where the show has already been on, and you come right. in season two or three or whatever. Right. What's that like for a writer coming on a show? Because I know I asked this question to Mick Betancourt when he was on the show. I'm just curious from another point of view. Like, what, what's your prep like when you're going on a, to a show that's already been on for a season or two? What, what do you need to prepare? Um, again, or what do they give you? I, I mean, again, I, I like, I mean, again, it's like, because I used to teach episodic writing before mm -hmm. I got into the pilot writing, is you have to know the show. Sure. Um, then it comes down to a question of personalities. I Sorry. mean, you're spending 8, 10, 12 hours a day, you know, if you're staff on a show with some crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, you really are. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you know, I mean, again, it then becomes personality conflict. Okay. Which... It be, you know, it's almost like a, a lawyer once told me a long time ago, business is really about politics, 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 and then it's business. Mm. 
And unfortunately, that's the way a lot of these things work. And a lot of my experiences have been great, mm -hmm. and a lot of my experiences have been not so great, <laughs> not because of the work, okay. you know, but mm. because of the personalities. Because one of the things you say, you, you talk about in the book, is that you mentioned the idea that, you know, when you go on to a, a TV show as a series, you know, writer, right. is that... A lot of people come like, I'm going to change, I'm going to do all this stuff. Oh, your, yeah. your idea is like, no, you're going to mimic the show. <laughs> you know? And if you can make it better, but you uh, need to go in and master what, exactly. what it is that makes exactly. that show. And stop coming in there talking about you're going to do all this craziness. Exactly. You're, that's not your show. Exactly. <laughs> that's why pilot writing, to me, is so freeing. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you know, I want you to forget everything you saw, forget everything you know, everything that, and do what you want to see. But yes, if you're coming in to be a staff writer or, a, or whatever it is to do a show, uh, you must be able to make. Uh, actually, one of the executive producers gave me that line, and it stuck with me. He mm -hmm. being a good episodic writer is being a good mimic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you really I highlighted need to, that in your book. I remember. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and you really need to sit down and analyze everything in. You know, I mean, to the point is, like, if you look at a show like Cheers, you go like, oh, it always opens on somebody walking in mm -hmm. and saying a joke. That's a format thing. True. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't open that way, you, you, you're not mimicking Cheers. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't know the show, do you? You, you don't know the show. <laughs> let, let me ask you a question about Barney Miller just really quick, just, yeah. just since we're talking about mimicking the shows. <clears throat> now, the, the, the EP on that show, Dan, I believe it was. Danny Arnold, yeah. He... Now, you were saying that he's the type of guy who would still rewrite you regardless, Every, even yeah. if you mimicked his voice. Yeah. So, yeah. but your job is to mimic his voice despite if he changes it or not. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, and, and let me say, mm -hmm. I'm not saying he didn't make it better. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, but oh, was some of the best writing on TV, mm -hmm. so clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and some of the best uh, sitcom writers mm -hmm. have come off of that show. Sure. Um, you know, and again, though, it comes down to content. Okay. I mean, mm -hmm. story. I mean, mm -hmm. I know people who run shows, and they say, look, you know what? We could never come up with all the stories. Mm -hmm. So we have staffs to come up with the stories, mm -hmm. and we'll write them. Because we know they'll come out in our voice. Well, that's, that's like a thing, Lisa and I have been talking a lot about. That's, that's what's been going on now. Because we're in the age where producers can produce their own content now right. for $100,000 or whatever, I'm just saying they can, and with technology, you can make things look good. I do them all the time, yeah. you know, when I produce things. And so, like, I just started a room on Monday for another pilot I haven't told you about. I just decided that I was okay. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> and these producers, one of the, um, an actor from Walking Dead um, hired me and uh, right. my producing partner, Lisa Banks, to put together a small room, and we're writing a pilot for him and one of the other guys who was on the show. Mm -hmm. And... It's just a pilot, you know. Is it your idea? It's, 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 yeah, it, it will be our idea. <laughs> we're, we're doing a vehicle for them <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. to do. So they just, a blind yeah. commitment. Yeah, they just came in and were like, hey, guys. It's not like they gave you an idea and said, go no, write the no, pilot no. for this. They were like, we just want something in this vein, like a 24 right. meets blah, 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 blah. Right. And I was like, okay, we can right. do that, you right. know. Yeah. So then I put together some writers, right. Lena, Lisa, and we go in a room. We started on Monday and just started putting shit together and right. figuring out what we can do, right. you know what I mean? So Now this um, is for a web series? No, this is for a pilot. We're oh, going to shoot it. We're going to shoot it independently. Because we can. Right. You know, we have the technology. It's no longer now where, hey, <laughs> we, we can wrote this pilot and maybe the network will pick exactly. it up. And now it's like, you know what, bitch, we're doing it for you. In fact, yeah. this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. And you don't have to do any work and you can just say, yay or nay, and mm -hmm. it's there. 
And mm-hmm. if they say no, guess what? You still have some content that's yours you and you own it and be able to show it for your showreel. Yeah. You know? right. yeah. let, let, me, let me give you something that I just sure. started doing with somebody because I am such a fan mm-hmm. of the technology that certainly in web series and when I do my web series class, it's not a question of writing a script. It's not a question of coming in. You have to go out and do it. Yeah. I mean, you can't, walk in, you, you <laughs> can't, you can't walk in and, and then that's why I say, then make sure that since you're the creator that you did it at pizza for 10 and not mm-hmm. steak at Wolfgang Pucks. The thing is that <laughs> you got to do that. So I'm, a, and I try to get the Writers Guild to video everything, mm-hmm. you know, all their seminars. I say, mm-hmm. why should it be just for the 200 people, the 300 people that show up? Share. All right. That's been a two-year process of back and forth, whatever it is mm-hmm. now they do, and they did it the Amazon Day, which I'm mm-hmm. delighted they have. Mm-hmm. I went to a re- – the Writers Guild had a reading of um, three pilot scripts, um, I guess last year or whenever it is, mm-hmm. um, original pilots, part of the diversity program. I went to, you know, the reading – and one of the pilot scripts I absolutely thought was clever as hell, and I mm-hmm. loved it. And <coughs> I went up to the writer, who I knew tangentially, and I said, well, why didn't you video this? Mm. I mean, he had, like, Jason Alexander and mm-hmm. Ed Asner and this kind of wow, stuff. Really? And it was just a reading. And they <laughs> didn't, you know what? Let me go slap this person right now. <laughs> it was just a reading, uh-huh. all right? And then he gave me some sign. I said, look, you know what we're going to do? I mean, this is what I suggest. I mean, mm-hmm. this is your project. Mm-hmm. It's not mine. I'm not trying to take it from you. He said, what we're going to do is we're going to do another reading mm-hmm. and we're going to video it, all right? And then what we're going to do is we're going to cut that 22-minute or 24-minute or whatever it is mm-hmm. reading down to a three-minute sizzle reel, Okay. Mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. So I now have the three-minute sizzle reel. <laughs> with all these faces. <laughs> with, right. with, with that, well, they didn't do it again, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that absolutely shows you mm-hmm. – even though it's just a reading, it's not going to an audience, it's going to the professionals. Sure. Exactly what the flavor of the show, right. he would never get that here. He couldn't get, his agent wouldn't send the script out, no. his agent wouldn't send him out. Mm-hmm. He said, with this, you now have three minutes, you can approach whoever you want and say, look, would you take a look at a three-minute sizzle reel mm-hmm. of, of, mm-hmm. My, of my pilot? Mm-hmm. And if you like it, I'll send you the rest. Mm-hmm. All right? If you can show somebody anything, mm-hmm. all right, it's better than trying to get them to read. Because nobody, nobody wants to read, Absolutely. really. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, that's another thing I've been doing is um, with my, my company, Hill Dog Productions, I've been, because we teach, we have a lot of young filmmakers who are like, well, you helped me make my project. <clears throat> so I've been doing that a lot. And it's kind of become like my job now, yeah, know. <laughs> you know, that yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, not lots of money, mm-hmm. but I know how to make them look really expensive. And um, so... I probably have done like seven different sizzle reels, you know, in the last year and a half or two alone. And so we're constantly, you know, making these things out because my goal is to be like you. I want to be a fucking showrunner. I want to be the guy, the man sitting next to the man. I want to be fucking J.J. Abrams. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be able to do movies and TV. Right. You know what I mean? And the best way to do it is to do it when you control it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? I mean, my goal is sort of like, I guess I'm, I don't want to be, it's, I guess it goes back to the, the restlessness I always mm-hmm. had. I never be on, I don't want to be the showrunner on one show. Okay. I love coming in, mm-hmm. getting it mounted or getting mm-hmm. it, you know, in shape and go to, and then move on to the next one. Okay. You know, so you can be the showrunner. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm just, I love, I'm just an alpha. Fact, I just can't help it. I, I just, <laughs> I just did, and this is this is real. I, I love when this things ha- these things mm-hmm. happen. Uh, I taught my web series class. It's, it's an online course. Um, for the first time last January, I'll be doing it again this January. Mm-hmm. And I just went to the cast and crew screening 
of one of my students. Oh, I saw that online. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I posted it on my page. Too. Did you yeah. do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Of one of my students who went out and mm -hmm. I said, you're going to shoot this. And she did. And she now has the first episode mm -hmm. of her that she did for $400. Mm -hmm. All right. And I go, that's terrific. Yeah, that's terrific. Now mm -hmm. that's where now she has content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She now she has got not only that she'll get exposure. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember I used to because I you know I dabbled. Well, it has it. your stamp on it too, so that it helps. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Right. She asked me. She says, "What kind of?" I didn't. I didn't expect this at all. She says, "What kind of credit do you want at the end?" I said, "I don't want a credit." She said, "No, <laughs> you got to get a credit." I said, "Okay, um, how about consultant?" Mm -hmm. I said, mm -hmm. "That's said, fair. It's just yeah. fine. Yeah, fine." But I, you know, I remember when I did my. I, it was after the writers' strike when mm -hmm. we were encouraged to do the strike TV, mm -hmm. you know, the web series stuff. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Well, I'll do one." And I did one that I shot with four flip cameras. That you know, <laughs> it was great, you know. That I did for Pizza for Ten, and it That's was this, funny. and you know. And the first question I get asked all the time mm -hmm. is, "How much money do you make on your web series?" Wow. And I go like, "Well, let me try and define that for you." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I didn't make any money mm -hmm. on my web series, mm -hmm. but it did cost me pizza for 10. Mm -hmm. um, and a production company who does animated features hired me to do two features because they saw my web series. That's right. How much money did I make on my web series? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. all relative, people. All you really relative. need to say, all if relative. you have those calling cards that are videoed and mounted, or mm -hmm. well, you send somebody to them, if somebody sees it, you never know. Now that's not going to get you something else. True, you know. And it's the same thing with pilot scripts. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not to sell the pilot. Mm -hmm. It's to. I mean, that's going to be you know the the extant thing is just an aberration. Don't even go down that road. <laughs> um, the thing is, it's it's what you need to get on staff. Right. You know. Um, so well, go ahead. Oh, sorry. So, because I'm so excited about this book because. Well, let's talk about the book since we're no, here. No, no, no. But one of the questions I had in there from working on my own pilot, which is made, could you, it, seriously, when you put it in this book, it made me stop and think like, well, damn, let me sit down and see what it is, which is the idea. <laughs> checklist. That, you, I know, my checklist. Because you do have a checklist, yeah. right? But then you have the one thing you talk about that not every idea is a series idea. That's true. And when I heard that, I was mm -hmm. like, well, not when I heard it, when I read it. I was like, <laughs> well, it sounds like, you know, I said, yeah, oh, damn, let me sit down and really think about it. Because mm -hmm. there was, there's, a, uh, there's a line in there you have in there. He says, like, how many episodes can you get out of a parent's adjusting to a newborn? Like, how many? Yeah. And you I'm not. Perfect example okay. of shows that didn't work, too. And, I, and I'm saying, like, I'm not saying you, you threw some shade on some shows. Because when I, heard, when I read that, I'm like, well, yeah, wasn't there a show that was on TV? And I don't think that uh, show's on anymore. Like, mm -hmm. how, 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 how much can you really mine from your, your pilot? Mm -hmm. And, like, it. That was one of the questions where I hadn't even thought about it because I just thought, man, it's a great idea. You know, yeah. my pilot is based on my short story that's based on my book. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I thought, let me get the book and the pilot and yeah. the book's going to be great. I'm going to have all this stuff. But when, yeah. I heard, when I read that, I thought, well, shit, let me sit down. Yeah. Like, honestly, Lisa, like, <laughs> think long term. Like, uh -huh. could this be a show that could be on for like four, five, six years? Mm -hmm. Is it something that possibly could be? Think of all the shows that you love, Lisa. Mm -hmm. You know, what made them successful made you want to watch them so they stayed on TV? And those are some of the questions. I don't think pilot writers are really thinking because they think I have this great idea. Yeah. They yeah. may be able to write a pilot script, and then when they go into the room to pitch it, it's like, well, okay, where do you see the series going? Mm -hmm. Like, what what are some other episodes? Mm -hmm. And you're stuck like the scene from Seinfeld where it's like, what can come next? Uh, well, we can get uh, I don't know. I guess you know. So it's something that really kind of centered me in seriously looking at my own pilot and going seriously. 
is this a long-term project or is this something that, hey, it's a great idea, but it's not really going to go anywhere? It might be a good sample script for something, but not really be made. In in your book, you talk about, you know, the premise pilot, right? right? Now, let's talk about that a little bit because this is kind of what we're talking about right here. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, if you do what I recommend, and believe me, I was talking before, I don't like absolutes. Whatever I say is not an absolute. Mm -hmm. This is just, hey, try this. You know, it's, it's all a trial and error process. Mm-hmm. If you really go through the hard part, which is to me, after the setup, you say, okay, what's a typical episode going to look like? Mm-hmm. All right. If you go through that, all right, you will see. I, I don't know what a typical episode is. You know, well, that's your answer. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the hard part. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. And you could always do a bait and switch thing, as I say. And Good Wife did that beautifully mm-hmm. when they did the whole thing with the Attorney General in mm-hmm. New York and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, she's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. All right. But they hooked you in with that high concept, you know, mm-hmm. scandal. Mm-hmm. All right. And then they switched. You know, Up All Night could have done the same thing. Oops, I guess I mentioned the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing up and up? We love y'all over there. <laughs> Go ahead, talk about it. They could have done the newborn, and then they get divorced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're into it. Then you say, okay, I I see how this is going. But not to do something like that, I go like, how many episodes can Mm -hmm. you get out of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long can that kid still stay a kid? Or like how, can, how long can that stay interesting? Because uh-huh. yeah. that's the main reason why I'm watching a lot of the new uh, pilot shows this summer. Right. Because a lot of the shows, they're like, eh, that sounds like a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. And a lot of shows I'm watching now, it's not because I love them absolutely. It's because as a writer, I'm curious, like, well, how long can they keep this going? Uh-huh. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the main reasons why, I mean, I love Halle Berry, but it's the main reason why I watch an extant. Like, okay, you did this, but how long can we keep going? Like, mm-hmm. where can you go with it? And that hook has got me going. And obviously, they fin- I mean, t- tonight is mm-hmm. actually going to be their season finale, mm-hmm. you know. And I've been watching every episode, you know. And I'm like, huh? And that's my first question. Like, how, how are you going to well, keep me, it let going? Let me ask you, Bill. Um, you you, I talk about this all the time, too, when I'm teaching people about pilots. And I noticed you do it in a book. And I was like, yes, somebody sees what I see. <laughs> right? That's scary. Well, because I'm perfect. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, you talk about, I'm always telling people about when you're writing your pilot <clears throat> that, I read so many of them that, and I know you do too, you read the pilot and you're like, okay, you realize you're writing this pilot, and I love how you explain it even better than I do. Um, You realize this is the template of how the next episode is supposed to go. People think, oh, no, the pilot was about Jenny, but the show I'm going to do about this person. I'm like, no, motherfucker. Yeah. It's about Jenny, then it stays about Jenny. And I quote, <laughs> the and I quote him from his book. <laughs> your pilot script is the template. It's your vision that others will have yes. to follow. The goal is to create a sample containing all the elements that define your Absolutely. series. And you give a couple of bullet points of what they have to have. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, go, go ahead. ahead. Go that's, ahead. that's the discussion that we started with. If mm-hmm. you're going to be an episodic writer, mm-hmm. you have to mimic the template. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you create a pilot... That's the template that other people are going to have to mimic. Mm-hmm. And that's down to, you know, I mean, the way you type your scripts, mm-hmm. the way you use your narrative, the mm-hmm. way you do it, everything. You now are setting the recipe, mm-hmm. you know, for what other people are going to have to mimic. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be really hard because on, on one level you think, oh, the pilot, it's my vision of what I'm creating. But... Honestly, it's 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 actually more difficult than just going ahead and mimicking oh, what's already God, done yeah. before you. Yeah. Because yeah. you're setting that tone, and you have to really realize, like, 
I'm setting it up, you know, and once the show gets started, it's going to be really hard to change it mid-season. Well, I mean, it can be changed, but the point, in fact, is, to me, that's the freedom of writing the pilot. Mm-hmm. Because the only person you have to please when writing the pilot is yourself. Mm-hmm. All right? You're writing for yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you say, I mean, actually, one of the best pilots I've seen in a long time, whether you like the show or not, I think the pilot does a lot, um, is Red Band Society, which I think starts, uh-huh. tonight, which starts tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, now that she does, she does a couple of cheats in there and stuff like that. But that, but that pilot, you know, I know what the premise is. Mm-hmm. I know what the unique concept is. I know what my characters are. Mm-hmm. I know what a typical episode is going to look like. Okay. Can you go ahead and get from your book the, the <laughs> things, the elements that define what goes into, you know, a series, a pilot series? Oh well, I mean, I, I start. You know, I'm out of the high concept school. I say I start even. Characters for a series is, is the lifeblood. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what people come back to time and time again, whether mm-hmm. it be Halle Berry, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. But I take it back a step, which comes out of my advertising days, where I say, you know, my first step is what's the unique concept? What's the unique selling proposition, mm-hmm. as we used to say in advertising, or as I created the IOU? Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. You know, what's the big idea? Where did it come from? And what, what, what's unique about it? Mm-hmm. And even if you look at the procedurals, of which there are a dozen of them, sure. all right, everyone has a unique element, mm-hmm. whether it be he does it by math or he does it by reading your face or he, he, you know, he's got a photographic memory mm-hmm. or you know, he's an OCD. Uh, it, and that's what you hone in on. Mm-hmm. Right? Once you have that concept, I can say, okay, now who are my characters? Because mm. there could be any number of characters who can fit that concept. All right? mm-hmm. So that's the characters are never my first step. My okay. first step is what's that unique. Now, me personally, I couldn't do brothers and sisters. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't know where to begin. Okay. All right. You know, brothers and sisters living next door to an alien, I can understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I mean, you so know. can Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, so I start with concept. And then, and if you remember, I, I always say, give yourself choices. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you have this one great idea that you think you know your pilot for. The best thing about being a TV writer is you're not a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. You have to come up with ideas, whether you're doing episodes, whether you're doing that. You have to come up with three, four, five a week. Right? Say, fine, you've got that idea for a pilot. And mm-hmm. this is what I force my students to do, too. Because they come in saying, I know exactly what I want to do. I say, yeah, good. All right, give me two others. I love that you do that. Damn it. Always <laughs> wants more than one. Always <laughs> Give me two others. Yeah. And invariably, because, you know, and this I learned from Danny Arnold also. Okay. Your first idea is the one that's closest to the surface. Mm. All right. That's the one that's, you know, it's been on your mind. It's like, okay, I got it. I'm excited. All right. Now I got to think. What else interests me? Mm-hmm. What else would I like to do? What else have I read? I'm looking around. What else? You know, and you come up with two more. And then you say, wow, of these three, and this happens a lot, mm-hmm. the students will walk in saying, I know exactly what I want to write. When they get done with the first step of give me two more, they invariably, half of them invariably wind up choosing one of the other two. Interesting. I right. believe that. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I do that with every element that I'm creating, which is what, for me, makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming down there and say, okay, you know, all right, I got, you know, I got this, you know, this, 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 this person who, you know, got impregnated on... Uh, you know, on, on another planet or whatever it is. Obviously, it needs to be a woman, mm-hmm. all right? How old? Mm-hmm. You know, what color? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. G- 
give myself choices. Mm -hmm. You know, is it just one? You know, does she have a sister up there? Does she have a... Uh, again, I just try to get... And then I sit down and I go, no, you know what, Halle Berry's great. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, can always, I, can I can always come back. Right. Uh -huh. I can always come back to that first one. Right. And I do that with every element because I want to be as unique as I can. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I come to locations, I say, all right, yeah, it's set in Los Angeles. All right, give me two other options where it could be set. Mm -hmm. Los Angeles or New York, yeah, great. It's, it's overused. Mm -hmm. you know? What about Philadelphia? Oh, that's a choice. Right. You know? You know? Wh what about uh, Sarasota? Ooh, that's interesting. You know, mm -hmm. So I, in every element, I give myself choices because there is no right answer. Mm -hmm. There is no right answer. And invariably, I will come up with those choices that excite me the most. I'll say, oh, Sarasota. Mm -hmm. Wow, there's an interesting setting for a series. Sure. You know? And it'll set the tone, too, depending uh, on where it, you're at. It changes everything. Mm -hmm. Actually, I know I, uh, there's a very famous, uh, I won't mention it, there's a very famous screenwriter who's top, top, top of the line. Mm -hmm. And I saw a seminar of his, he says, when he ever gets in trouble, you know, in writing a scene or doing anything, he changes the weather. Yeah, I talk about that all the time, too. It changes <laughs> the weather, and it affects yeah. the entire show. Mm -hmm. it, it, it affects everything. Mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? So, yes, absolutely. Where you set it becomes a unique element. You Let know. me ask you a question about the gimmick of the show. Right. Because every show has one. Right. And I think this is one of the other biggest mistakes that I see young writers doing is say they'll start off on a voiceover, <laughs> right? Just using it as, I don't, I'm not one of those people who have an issue with the voiceover, if the voiceover makes sense. Exactly. Right? Now, um, but they'll start off with the voiceover and you'll never see the voiceover again. They just thought it was a cool way in. I'm like, you realize it's a gimmick. And every gimmick that you use sets the format and the structure of the show. Exactly. So the next person writing it thinks it has to start off with this voiceover. And you know, but you're saying, no, just this one. I'm like, no, then you've got to take it out. Exactly, to, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that yeah. becomes part of your recipe. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And that goes back, and I, I, mean, uh, the, I mean, again, uh, I have no problem with it. And actually, Red Band Society, which I like, mm -hmm. one of the cheats that I, that I think the writer did, which I'll let her get away with, but I know it's a cheat, is she has a kid in a coma doing the voiceover. Oh, really? Yeah. So I go, look, you know, a that's... A good cheat, though? To me, <laughs> to me, that... Becomes, Bill said it. Bill said it. <laughs> no, I would have... It would have been interesting to see. Uh -huh. um, I know that's... It, it just becomes an... It just makes it so much easier to introduce things, to mm. explain things, mm -hmm. to jump around, because sure. you have somebody telling you. Mm -hmm. All right? So anyway, but I love the pilot. But the thing is that that again goes back to Desperate Housewives. Okay. I mean, Desperate Housewives. Oh, that did it a lot. Mm -hmm. That was oh, the yeah. format. Mm -hmm. It started with the voiceover of mm -hmm. the dead lady. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. And so I. And, and again, I mean, I I hate absolutes. I hate when they tell you never do a voiceover, never do a flashback, never mm -hmm. do this, never do anything. You know, I go say never say never. Yeah, I agree. If it works for the story and makes sense, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't have yeah. a problem I with mean, it. I, I mean, I that, that seems to be your, your two mantras. One is be as original as possible, and there really aren't no rules. Just do mm -hmm. find something that works for you. Yeah. Sure. You know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 not yeah. everything is written in stone, people. Yeah. You know? well, I, my sure. attitude is we've all seen enough movies. We've all seen enough television. If nothing else, by osmosis, mm -hmm. we know what we like. Mm -hmm. All right? You don't have to go to film school for eight years or four years or whatever it might be, <laughs> you know. And, you know, I know people who are taking MFAs and screenwriting and all that kind of go like, okay, you know. 
Mm. If that's, that's what you want to do, I'd rather take the time and just write. Okay. <laughs> 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 they love you at UCLA, then, don't they? <laughs> yeah. They're like handwaving like, Bill, no, 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 don't uh, tell them that. <laughs> no, and, and actually what's, what's fun about what I do is it's all over the world. I mean, I had a student doing the web series class who was in Shanghai. Oh, okay. And he just posted his web series. Oh, good. Nice. You know, and mm -hmm. it's like, and they're doing it. And the mm -hmm. same thing with the pilot things. I encourage people to forget about Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in Italy, write for Italy. Thank you. Wherever you are. Because I'm going to watch that show. Yeah. They will put, you know, I, they will translate at the bottom and I'll watch in those mm -hmm. subtitles and I'll yeah. watch those shows, you know. Mm -hmm. Why not? You know, and not only that, it's a question of you go through the same process, as I say, mm -hmm. whether you're doing a series for the CIA, mm -hmm. MI6, or the KGB. It's true. You have to go through the same mm -hmm. steps, which right. is what my book is about. You right. go through the same process. You go through the same process whether you're writing a comedy or a drama mm -hmm. or an animated thing mm -hmm. or a web series. Mm -hmm. You know, you go, it's the same steps. Mm -hmm. All right? You just need to do it for that platform. Let me ask you a quick question. Um, yeah. We're going to start wrapping it up. But the, um, what, what made you decide to start teaching in the first place and become an instructor? Okay. Um, in the late 80s, a mm -hmm. uh, producer I was working with took me as a guest to a career day hmm. at a university, local. And I saw what the teachers mm -hmm. were saying. Oh, really? Now, I think they'd probably last been in the business just around World War II. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the students just hanging on every word. Hmm. And I said, you know, this is not right. Hmm. You know, I, I just somehow wanted to get involved. At the same time, I felt that being a writer, I was getting more and more isolated and more and more claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. And that I needed to force myself to be out in public. or be Even though you do TV, you still found that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you, a lot of times you're just on your own, mm -hmm. you know, which is fine. I mean, I, I mean I, again, being on staff is a lot of fun, but mm -hmm. you, you do your best work on your own. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I went to UCLA, and they were starting up, and I said I will teach, you know, episodic writing. Okay. And so I started on, on, on campus. I mean, mm -hmm. there was no online mm -hmm. at, in the late 80s. <laughs> and there, I, was, there wasn't a lot of episodic television being taught either. Was <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. But the thing is, what happened was, I think because of my schedule, and I, because I work a lot in Canada, I work a lot there, Florida, whatever it might be, I couldn't commit to being That's someplace right. for 10 weeks at the same time. Mm -hmm. And even though she said to me, the head said, look, if you have to cancel, you'll cancel. But let's put it in the catalog and everything like that. And I, I had to cancel one term, and I felt so terrible about it mm -hmm. that I said, no, I, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. So I stopped for like, 15, 20 years. Oh, and wow. Th and yeah. then a friend of mine said to me something about he was teaching an online class. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, that I can do. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, I, I could do that. Mm -hmm. I could do that from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I went back to UCLA and I said, well, would you, would you like me to do an online class? And they said, absolutely. You want to do the episodic thing? I mm. said, no, I really <laughs> don't. I really don't because I don't really think that's taking the best use of, making the best okay. use of the internet. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I said, why should somebody in Italy or Canada mm -hmm. or whatever it is have to know Lost or have to know, you know, the mm -hmm. Big Bang Theory mm -hmm. or, you know, enough to be able to duplicate it? They're never going to use it. Sure. All right. I said, but we're in an age where pilots are really becoming, this is like that's 2005, smart. 2006. Right. Mm -hmm. That crosses borders. That uses the internet. 
Sure. Right. I'd like to do that. And she said, fine. And so that's how I got to teaching. And now I'm teaching online, not every term. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, with the change in technology, I said, how about a, you know, a multimedia, transmedia, whatever they call mm -hmm. the class, the web series class. And they finally said, okay, why don't you develop one of those? You, you were telling us offline about, offline, <laughs> you were telling <laughs> us off mic about um, encouraging Gray Jones, shout out to Gray Jones, um, I about, Gray. I love Gray, yeah. about um, doing his book, yes. um, How to Break into TV. What made you finally do your book? <laughs> what made me finally do a book? As I was teaching, um, again, technology to the rescue. Mm -hmm. As I was teaching through the, you know, since 2005, 2006, this, you know, being online, everything had to be written out. Sure. It was all, in, all my lectures were mm -hmm. written out, all the assignments were written out, mm -hmm. all that stuff was written out. And they'd run 16, 20 pages, some of them. And the students kept saying, oh, 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 you should put this in a book. And I go oh, like, okay. eh, I don't want to put it in a book. <laughs> I said, why don't you download it and print it out? <laughs> and they said, no, 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 you should. I said, you know what? I mean, I don't want to deal with publishers. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with editors. I don't want to deal with agents. I don't want to deal with managers. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with any of that. I'm mm -hmm. not looking to make any money or, or mm -hmm. big money off of this thing. I'm, I, I don't want to do any of that. Mm -hmm. So I just put it off and put it off. And then Christiana, mm -hmm. another friend of mine, started talking to me about this self-publishing. Okay. I said, that I can do. Mm -hmm. That I can do. Mm -hmm. So I just, then I did it. And now, how long did it take you to finally write the book? Well, because you had a lot of the information already. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. I uh -huh. said, look, I got all 10. I figured, you know what, a month I'll be done, right? <laughs> well, as I started writing the book, I realized, no, I can expand on this. Oh, no, I okay. can expand on that. Mm -hmm. No, I can expand on this. And expand. That's why I say it's the UCLA course on steroids. <laughs> so I would have to say the ri actual writing of it took me much longer than I thought okay. it would. So it probably took me about six months and then getting it, you know, formatted and all that. Okay. What I love about it, even on, we talk about, you know, scripts on paper. Your book, if you read it on paper, it's funny. It actually reads like a script in a sense of how clean it is on the page. Somebody else I don't know if you noticed that. Somebody else said that. Yeah, yeah. It just, it, it stuck. Because sometimes you read and it's just blotches right, and black. Right. Blotches. You're like, two lines, <laughs> one line, right two lines. I'm like, see... He's clearly aware of what he was writing. He was like, mm -hmm. I'm not doing these big blots. I wanted to just go down the page right. as we always exactly. talk about. And not be so intimidating to people mm -hmm. who, are, who want to do this. Because a lot of times you see these thick books and they have all this, and you're like, mm -hmm. ah, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, having a conversation, you're reading it, and you're just flipping through, like, yeah, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, like, like I said, that's what made that one line in there, like, not every idea is for a series. Mm -hmm. yeah. That really stood out. Now, had mm -hmm. that been in a bunch of block tech, I would have been like, ah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But when I saw it, I was like, oh. Yeah. Go back and look. Well, that also goes back to my advertising days. That's the way we used to write advertising. Oh, mm -hmm. All right. So, as a matter of fact, when, whenever I turn in a script and study st somebody starts correcting it grammatically, I said, don't, <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> don't even start. That's hilarious. Don't even start. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Bill. Um, we're going to have we're going to bring you back again to talk more about like the writer's room yeah. and how you ran the room and stuff like that because that yeah. stuff's important too. Okay. Um, well, thanks so much, everybody. Go out and get Bill's new book, Automatic Pilot. It's four ninety nine for the Kindle. Okay. Come on, people. Cheap. Come on. Cheap. <laughs> it is. I'm just going to say it. It's cheap. Mm -hmm. It's cheap. And we, we were talking to, um, to Gray Jones about raising his up, two ninety nine. Okay. For all that information. Well, I told him that because I'm responsible for him putting it mm -hmm. in the book. All right, we'll blame you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I tried. He said, he said I, I, I want to start at two ninety nine. I said, Greg, don't. 
don't, don't do that. Start. Uh -huh. I mean, because Christiana taught me, because I wanted to put my book up okay. at 2 She said, no, 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 put it up at 4 You could always run specials. Right. True. You could right. always run specials. Right. You know? Right. And don't start that way. True. You mm -hmm. know? But anyway, so maybe for the next one, because I know he's coming out with one now on pilots, where he put all the interviews together, mm -hmm. they sell okay. pilots. Um, maybe he'll raise the price. I don't know. He also needs to do a print version of this. Oh yeah, definitely. Good, but yeah. I, I told him to go do the go do the other book. At least it's out as an ebook for it, people to read it right, now. Yeah, right. so as an ebook, and now do the other ebook and the other. Because the more you have up there, the better chance you have. Right. Oh, okay, that makes sense. A lot of great information. Are you going to write another one? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I no. do write another one, it, it, it would be fiction. Okay. Yeah, and let me just I, ask you one last question. What's next for you? For what? For for you. Oh well, uh, in terms still, of you still teaching? You gonna? Uh, yeah, well, I'm teaching in January. Mm -hmm. um, I am talking, believe it or not, to a producer in Jordan. Really? Who is looking for me? If she can come up with the dates, they're they're setting up a sitcom writers room, huh. and so they want somebody to come out there because that they've never fun. done it before. Yeah. And I go like, oh, that's an adventure. Mm -hmm. You know, if I come back with my head. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> you know, and so I might do that. I'm writing a pilot. Okay, good. Um, I've got this other pilot that we're trying to sell that I told you we did the teaser reel. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the teaser reel. I love doing the original stuff. Good. I love mm -hmm. doing the passion project. Good. I mean, what, what genre is that? Which one? The, Both of them. Well, the pilot I'm doing is a political thriller. Okay. Uh, the script that I didn't write, that's mm -hmm. the teaser reel, is a sitcom. All right. Um, and then I love doing things like... He's still all over the place. I know. I love that. I yeah, I love, I love it. The, the woman who did the, you know, the web series that, mm -hmm. you know, that, that she just did the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm helping with hers. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I just love doing that kind of, mm -hmm. you know... I always say I probably should have been a development executive. People tell me that, too, and I'm yeah. like, I yeah. fight it all the time. Yeah, except that means you have to work at a network. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to be mean, a suit. you got to be a suit. Nobody likes that. Takes well, thanks a lot, man. Thank so you. you got a little something quick first, or you want to get into the Don't Sleep? No, I have some, but if we want to get into um, the script first, I was just going to ask uh, three little trivia questions, something quick, right, let's if make possible. Huh? Let's go ahead. Okay. So, and Devin, you can be a part of this, too. So, you know, I love IMDb, mm -hmm. uh -oh. and I love looking up old movies. So I came up with something. I'm going to give you three of them. Basically, these are, you've probably heard some of these, so if you know these, let the other if people If you know the chance. answer, I'll yell it out for All right? you. So here's the thing. <laughs> they have this thing on rejected movie titles. So basically, you know, my big thing with titles, it has to have, like, a catchy title. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name of the original title that was given for a project, and you try to guess what the change came. If it's true or false, or no, no, or what? what the what the name eventually became. Oh, okay, it. you guys ready? All right, here's the first one. <clears throat> how the solar space wars? How how the solar space was won? How the solar space mm -hmm. was won? How the solar space was won? What movie? Do you Star think Wars. That is? I mean, I don't know. Nope, not Star Wars. How the West was won? Came out in 1968. 2001? Thank you. Oh, 2001, Space a Space Odyssey. It was oh, originally okay. how the solar space went. Okay, here's one. Star Beast. Star Wars. Nope. No? Wait, what? Alien? Thank you. Oh, okay. It is I Alien, 1979. Uh, and yes, that is a much better title. Because <laughs> Star Beast, that just sounds so corny, yeah, yeah. 70s movie. So whoever <laughs> said, uh, bitch, no. <laughs> yeah. Devin, our baby writer, got okay. that one right. <laughs> okay, here's one more. Uh, this should be easy. When I grow up. What? When, when, I, when I, I grow, grow up. up. Big. Yes, 1988. Okay, I'll okay. give you one more. Take It Like a Man. Independent Take it film. Like a man. Take It Like a Man. Won the actor an Oscar. 
Really? For the performance. What year? Uh, the year was 1999. 1999. Take it, Take like, it a like a man. Take it like a man. 1999. Hmm. And this actress actually won several, a couple of Oscars. Wow. I don't know. And she had the baddest one. dress. Uh, when the Oscars came out for that year, she won mm-hmm. for this performance. The dr- had one of the baddest dresses. Oh, that narrows it. Take it like a man. Uh, <laughs> Come on, people. It's not Halle Berry. I nope. Mm-mm. Um, Devin, you know Devin. that. Devin. <laughs> Come on, Devin. No. I don't You got to tell Boys us. Boys don't cry. Oh, oh. Boys don't cry. Is Actually, I, I just saw one this weekend, and I go like, it's such a good movie. Why did they <laughs> give it that title? People, titles are so important <laughs> because <laughs> there will be movies that are great and you can't remember to tell the people that it was I great because you can't remember. It's like name. I saw it on screen. It's called The Skeleton Twins. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and Skeleton it, it is Twins. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I go like, if I saw that title, I have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't a clue. Is it a comedy? Is it a no? It's a horror movie. Well, so it's people, a Bill Hader and oh. Kristen Wiig. Really? <laughs> yeah. People get your titles right. <laughs> So check it, Bill. This next segment we're gonna do, we call the "Don't Sleep on Them" segment. That is another street term, kind of like keeping one hundred, of course. Where don't miss out on this person. Okay, you don't want to miss out on this next person who's about to come up. Okay. So we try to highlight a young writer who most people don't know who's about to blow up. So okay. we'll read like their opening scene, um, just so you can get a sense of okay. what it is. So. What we'll do is, Lisa... This is a feature, right? This is a pilot. This is a pilot, okay. It's called The X Factor. Okay. And it's written by both of our friends, Luther M. Mace, who's on the education committee with us. Right. Um, He's also on the gay committee with me. Um, And it is a story about a woman who barely survives a bitter and painful divorce, only to to become her gay ex-husband's new boss. Her gay ex-husband's new boss. Okay, her ex-husband who is gay. Yeah. And she, be- okay, very good. Yeah. She barely survives a painful divorce only to become her so ex husband's drama. Um, or, you know what? Comedy, dramedy. Because well, that should be kind of funny. We should be. I should ask We can be able to tell. Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe we can tell by the tone. Okay. Um, so, what we'll do is I will read uh, Brad, even though you're doing the, can you read um, Jess? Oh, okay. Very good. You ready? All right. <clears throat> Here we Fade go. in, act one. Exterior, Marina Del Rey. Year prior, night, a beautiful night. 75 degrees with a mild gust of Santa Ana winds. Interior, Jess's car. Jessica Bryant, known as Jess, 39. Her eyes are wet. She's been crying as she sits impatiently in congested LA traffic. Even during crisis mode, she's beautiful. Jess's gaze is locked on a burgundy infinity a few cars ahead. Exterior, Ramada Limited, 20 minutes later, night. The infinity pulls into the parking lot of Ramada Limited. Brad Bryant, 38, tall, handsome, self-assured, could have been George Clooney's brother in another life, gets out of the car. Jess pulls up alongside an adjacent street. She watches as Brad walks the row of cookie-cutter rooms with orange doors. Interior, Jess's car, 10 minutes later. Jess can't believe she's become a fucking cliche. She picks up her iPhone, presses the touchscreen, still hopeful. Brad. Hey. <clears throat> Still at the office? Leaving now. Got to meet a client. Something wrong? Just like that. Her hopes are gone. Jess closes her eyes. Silence. Brad. Jess? I got to go. And before Brad can respond, she hangs up. Exterior, Ramada Limited. 30 minutes later, Jess walks past several rooms. Some blinds are drawn. Others not. 
Jess sees Brad through partially drawn verticals, lying in bed on his side. His naked body blocks his companions from sight. Brad leans over for a kiss, bracing herself for the inevitable. Jess moved towards the knock, towards the door, knocks. Swiftly, any movement from inside the room halts. Jess knocks again, this time harder. The sound of bare footsteps walk toward the door. Jess readies herself. It's either fight or flight. As each bolt on the door turns, Jess's knees begin to tremble. Is it too late to haul ass back to the car? <laughs> it is. The door creaks open and she locks eyes with Brad, who is standing near the TV in his box of briefs. An un unidentified, good-looking man, 40, also wearing boxer briefs, stands at the door. Jess's eyes widen in disbelief. What the fuck? Okay. Drama! <laughs> <laughs> so now we know the tone. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, oh good, my good God. job. Good job, uh, Luther. That's funny. Can I tell you That's what cute. my favorite, my favorite part is? Is um, halfway through the first paper, it goes, Interior Jess's car. Jess can't believe she's become a fucking cliche. Yes. Like it's one of yes. those. Those like it's not something visually you can see mm -hmm. on screen because mm -hmm. we always tell people you got to put stuff on the page that people can actually see on screen. But it's <laughs> but it is really for a reader. Mm -hmm. It really kind of tells you a lot. He's about talking a character. to you. He's talking to you, yeah. and it's making me feel like you know we're kind of in this together as a narrator is telling the story. Mm -hmm. Most people have been in that moment, mm -hmm. <laughs> and clearly when Jess can't believe it, she's become a fucking cliche. Just that. And it's, you know, it's one line by itself, you mm -hmm. know, one little paragraph by itself. It just says so much about the character. Because mm -hmm. even though it's the narrator's voice, mm -hmm. it's giving me Jess's point of view. And what it tells me is Jess is sharp. She's, you know, she's no, you know, drama queen. But even sure. though she looks like she's about to throw down in a minute, like, you know what? <laughs> well, it's too late to haul ass. And, you know? he said, yeah, he says, even during crisis mode, she's right. beautiful. She's I'm beautiful. Like, Ooh, I love that. You know? You know what and I mean? now, and when you, and, and even in crisis mode, the fact that you're using the words crisis mode. Mm -hmm. That's foreshadowing, letting me say, all right, something sure. bad is coming yeah. or something is about to go mm -hmm. down. And so mm -hmm. it's a really, really fast, clean read. But it, I mean, even just the, the, the small amount of dialogue mm -hmm. tells me a lot about these people, you know, and I, I just it's just really, really clean. By the way, Luther just won Scriptapalooza. Oh. Um, with this? I don't know if it was with this. I believe it was this. And I appreciate the fact that they've made Jess uh, older. Uh -huh. 39, because mm -hmm. usually most of these TV shows and stuff, uh -huh. 20s. you get these 20s and mm -hmm. stuff, and, you know, you, I mean, there's some great actors out there, but clearly in terms of a character having to carry mm -hmm. that much weight, I mean, with this type of character, because we've all seen those kind of dramas where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, oh, they're having an affair, mm -hmm. you know, an affair is a lot different with an older woman, because there's a lot more... Um, more history with her mm -hmm. and there's a lot more input into this relationship sure. so the fact that she's 39 I know that she's not going to be like what are you doing with this woman and blah 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 she may be thinking <laughs> she that she more mature about it yeah right? she may be thinking <laughs> that but just by reading the script okay let's see how she's going to react she's older mm -hmm. you've already told me even in crisis mode she's beautiful mm -hmm. so you're giving me some subtle nuances to her character let True. me know that she may be thinking she about to pull them mm -hmm. earrings out and tell somebody to hold her purse <laughs> but she's going to be smart about it and of course she got the lovely twist where it's like not a woman it's mm -hmm. a guy you know mm -hmm. which is wonderful because you know fuck what you gonna do what you, you know? think what you think bill uh, look, I think that the thing that I like best about it, it is full of surprises. Yes. Uh -huh. Lots of them. Yes. I mean, the fact that, you know, we see the burgundy, but we never see who's driving it, mm -hmm. I think is like it could be anybody. Right. You know? so, so, then, you're curious. right. so you're curious. Right. So you're curious. Uh -huh. She's following this car, and then she goes, and like you say, then, you know, then it turns out that it's, you know, he's, he's with a guy, not a woman or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, 
it raises all the questions that I want answered if this is going to be a series. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. What's the Good. series? Already. On pa by page two. Well, right. I, well, I'm told that this is a po I'm not saying I, I'm mm -hmm. sure there's more, but. No, I'm meaning, I'm meaning that it's, it is answering the questions for you that you would want I for would, a pilot. I, I would want to know. I know. I, I mean, I'd have to say she never knew her husband was gay. Mm -hmm. she, how long have they been married? Mm -hmm. You know, all these guys, do they have any kids? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, all these kind of things, because this is going to be a series, mm -hmm. which I'm sure get answered. Yeah, and definitely. I want to know the answer to those questions mm -hmm. before I say, oh, I like this series. Okay. And there's definitely curiosity to her character because when she's sitting in the car, she very easily, when she calls him, says, where are you? Oh, I'm at work. No, you're not. I'm sitting outside the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I know where you are. Pick-a-boo, bitch. Pick a boo. Even in the midst of that, she's still going to play this out like, mm -hmm. well, okay, that's what he says. But it tells him the maturity. You know what? This might not be what I think it is. Mm -hmm. It could be something serious he's going through. Let me just see what he what he does. And then mm -hmm. when he does that, she goes, "Oh, I gotta go." True. And then the next thing, like, "Well, what is she gonna do?" And I'm like, "No, she's not walking up to the room." And then she does that, and so it's like it's it's really tr it's really hooking me in to want to see what happens next, mm -hmm. you know. And that's really fucking good writing for like what yeah. a page and a half. Yeah, mm -hmm. Luther's great. I love. Yeah, Luther's really good. Luther's really, really. I hate good. you, Luther. Congrats. <laughs> That was, that was Luther M. Mace with the X Factor, y'all. Look for that. Hopefully that'll be coming out sometime one day. <laughs> Thanks again, Luther. So, um, Bill. Yes. Where can people find you? Are you on Twitter and yes, Facebook or whatever? Uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Bill Taub. Uh, Twitter at Billy Taub. Um, I have a website that's, that's being rebuilt. Mm -hmm. um, I, I need to do all that blogging stuff. <laughs> Bill, you make it sound like it's work. It's well, writing. It it's, so it's writing. I mean, it's this whole marketing thing and social media thing and everything like that, you know, takes so much time. I mean, I just had my book. I just got a notice that the, the Spanish version has just come out. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah. So I go like, okay, now that's another opportunity to, you know, reintroduce or whatever. <laughs> kind of like, all right, you know. So, oh, Bill, it's so much fun. Come on. Embrace it. it. it Embrace is. it. It's, it's not a matter of but the fun. Uh -huh. it's, he I tweets said, and stuff. He's on uh -huh. Facebook. It's He's the, on It's the time. Yeah, that's it's true. It's like the, 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 the most important asset we have mm -hmm. is time. True. true. You know, so it's the time that's spent anyway. But this has been <laughs> terrific. Thank, Thank you, you, Bill. We really appreciate it. Meant a lot. My but you came out. My pleasure. And um, I'll see you on Saturday at the, at the event. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, yes. Yeah, we got it. We got a salon at the Writers Guild. Nice. Um, what's this one about? I always forget what it's called. What's this one? This is, I mean, the salons are always, uh, we can't really advertise it as such. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right? Mm -hmm. But it's just. Lots, lots of showrunners. Lots of showrunners, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the writers go from room to room, and the showrunners stay in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, we've done several of them before, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of interesting from all different genres. Okay. And you know, you pick a track, and you go to three in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, to all the listeners, you might know you. you You'll have to tune into this at another time because this, this, by the time this comes out, it won't be there. Well, it's also but like we have them all the time. Though. If you're not in the yeah. Writers Guild, you can't. Yeah, go, you got that so, too. I mean, it's sort of like um, you know, it's a little like Knights of Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Secret Lisa, handshakes and stuff. And where, where can they find you? Where are you at? I am on Twitter. And I'm going to embrace. Usually I okay. say, don't follow me on Twitter, but I'm going to embrace it. Follow me at your own risk. <laughs> And if you're one of my faves mm -hmm. uh, and you follow me like Tony Todd, uh, <laughs> I would be on my best behavior. 
I'm still going to give it to you. <laughs> give it to him, But I girl. just want to, like, prep you ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I am on Twitter. Yes, I have. I actually do have a blog page, but... I haven't. I've been. I've been so busy, busy writing girl. other stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like I really need to blog because other things I want to talk about and discuss mm-hmm, that have right. nothing to do with writing, but sure. it does have to do with like being creative. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I need to find the time. So you know what? Mm-hmm. Disregard everything I said, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Social media is the devil because it sucks you in. And there's so many interesting people out there. It's like it's just too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, I'm on Twitter. Okay. And again, I am your host Hilliard Guest, and I am on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. Or you can hit us up at Screenwriters RR on Twitter, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. And uh, thanks again to my man Devin McKay for sitting in with us in the baby rider's seat. They can hear you. You can say something, yell. Yeah, that's awesome. This has been fun. Thank you. Thank you. Um, put the high chair away. <laughs> he's sitting over there at the kids' table. <laughs> so, again, thanks, Bill. My pleasure. Lisa, Devin, we appreciate it. Um, any of you guys, please give us a five-star review on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm so stuck on Twitter. <laughs> Goddamn Twitter. Somebody <laughs> give us go a five on Twitter st- and put five on star. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody will. They're crazy. <laughs> I go, if you do, I'm going to call you out on the next episode, too. <laughs> I'm going to tweet that to you right now. I'm going to tweet that to you. <laughs> so give us a five-star review on um, Stitcher and uh, iTunes and shit like that. We appreciate it. And if you guys want to submit to the Don't Sleep On Them segment, ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. So, Devin, send us something. Maybe we'll read something for you. Um, so, with that, keep it street, keep it opinionated, and keep it what? A thousand and two. <laughs> you see what I'm talking Give about? Let's step our game up. A thousand and two. <laughs> okay. Then keep it what? A thousand, a thousand and two. two. <laughs> I like that. That's what's up. Oh my God. Peace, y'all. Ciao, people. <laughs> Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rap room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it and anybody can get it No limit, we get to kill it, we tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping, no. any topic, even the random I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rap room, room. Ah.